0: Hi, I'm Jackie Alston. I'm from Flagstaff, Arizona. Thanks to Seed Broadcast for letting me share my story. I'm excited to do that. Um, So I've been a a seed hoarder, I guess you could say, for about, oh, about eight years. And um, in July 2013, I was on a trip for work in um, Brandon, Vermont, of all places. And I walked into a public book library and i saw a cute little Dewey Decimal thing sitting on a table as i walked in and it was full of seeds and i got really excited i didn't know anything about seed libraries or seed sharing or i knew about seed swaps i was heavily involved in those and um, but i had never been seen a seed library and i saw that and i was so excited there was only about 12 drawers it's a small little town and and I admit it, I stole seeds because I didn't know any better. I totally took like four seeds and I came back to um, the bed and breakfast we were staying in. And, and it was a bunch of children's book writers and illustrators that I worked with. And um, I just was so excited that, sh- that one of my friends, who's a, a children's book writer and, and uh, illustrator, she had to sketch me because I walked in and I had had all these seeds or these seeds in my hands on my eyes, just said, "Look what I found!" And I was so excited. And so I had these seeds, and, and she has a picture, you know she drew the, the picture of me and I show it when I go and give presentations about the Fact Flagstaff Seed Library, which became what I did after I found Brandon, Brandon Vermont and their cute little library. And anyway, and so she, she, um, she drew that and um, it made me see myself and how excited this made me, and I knew that I had found a passion. Um, so I brought it up, I was, I'm a, a Master Gardener, Coconito County Master Gardener, and I brought it up at one of our meetings once, and I'm also the youngest member, I think, because um, a lot of them are retired, and I am not, and um, they, were, they were all over that. Great! Jackie, go ahead and do that, you know, (laughs) great, you take it on, you do it. And from there, it just became a passion because I didn't really have any direction at the time except that I wanted to make seeds available for people. So I created this mission to create more gardeners. Flagstaff is actually pretty, it's 7,000 feet. So it's actually pretty hard to grow things. We have high winds, we have late spring frosts. we have a lot of things against us. And so I, um, I wanted to make show people that we could garden and, and the public and the community. And um, what became that, because I had specific seeds that I, that I loved, it also became a passion and I, and I learned more about local adaptation and how very important this was. And that became um, the value more than anything. Getting people to garden, obviously, is great. We are in the poorest, our seed library is in the poorest community in Flagstaff. Um, and it's great to see everyone connect with that and come and in the, in the public come and get this free seed source but also to become a repository. And one of the, the greatest things in my life, blessings that have come from um, seeds and my connection to seeds is that people come to me and they say, look, my grandmother had the seed. Or one of my favorite stories is, is a Hubbard squash. You know, Hubbard squashes are kind of face, are shaped like footballs and, and um, they're, they're pretty drought tolerant. We call this one a cave squash because she said, you know, this is what my, my, gra- my grandfather used to grow for 80 years out in Flagstaff, and he found it in a pot, in a cave. And so here is all this history, and these generations upon generations that are so locally adapted. And I have other groups that say, you know, the, uh, Flagstaff, a lot of the area just northeast of Flagstaff um, is was bean farms and pumpkin farms, and I have a lot of those seeds, no one knew where they were. And then, when um, we open the seed library, I have people come forward and say, You know, here's a can of this, the beans that were grown out here. Here are the pinto beans, or here, you know, here are the beans from, from a welfare farm. And so, we have all these cool connections that are developing. And f- when I talk to people about seeds, it's always my favorite kind of mantra, and I know it is for a lot of people that listen to this program, is that seeds are stories. And I love that everything has been captured in this. And um, it's become a, a huge passion for me. And since then, I even have um, other. Other counties asking me if I will help them with their seed libraries in the northern Arizona area, and I have to tell them I only have so much time <laughs> because you know that everybody wants to do this now, and I'm so happy to see that it's it's moving forward. Um, and you know it it starts out little by little, and um, sometimes we don't know where things will lead us. In fact, just to, today someone asked me, they said, "How did you get into to gardening and to seed saving?" And you know it, it's kind of a baby step process. But it's a lock and key effect, I think, too. Like something happens, like seeing a seed library in an obscure little town in Vermont that you've never been to before. And then when that happens, then all of a sudden you're connected to, to your past and to the history and the generations that came before you and those seeds. And then you look back, look forward and you're saving these for generations. I have three kids and they see me do these seed things all the time and they know that it's important and they know that food and where food comes from and the place-based eating is important. So it's created a huge blessing in all of our lives over it. So thanks for having me and thanks for letting me tell my story.